Welcome back to the second half of Pottervision! It's time for a live recording of the Pottervision podcast. Please welcome back to the stage, the Pottervision boy! That's not bad, is it? I think about 80% of people are still here, aren't they? Not the front row. Not the front row. They're in the splash zone. If you two sucking off jokes for that. <laughs> How is everyone? Everyone all right? Yeah. Good. Uh, this is really, this is like a weird bit. We've only ever done uh, the live podcast once before. Uh, we usually just do it either on screen or uh, we do it face to face. But yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be all right and not awkward at all. Um, do you want to do your intro? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got to do an intro. Sorry. So imagine you're listening to the podcast. They are. Oh, they are. <laughs> Close your eyes. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to the Pottervision Podcast. The podcast where every other week, myself, Lucas Kirby, and a man on this stage with me, Tom Lawrenson, we read a chapter of the Harry Potter books and we have a bloody talk about them. And this time, we are live in front of a studio audience in Manchester! <laughs> Tom, how the devil are you? I'm all right. <laughs> oh, same as usual. Uh, bad back. <laughs> sciatica. Any sciatica sufferers in? <laughs> oh. oh. Was oh, that thought, me slapping it? Yeah, that's, uh, no. I just need to unlock that. All right. Wait one second, I need to talk to that lady. <laughs> Hiya, darling. <laughs> how, uh, how long have you suffered? How long, sorry? How often does it come and go? Is it constant? I need to know what I'm in for. <laughs> All the time. Is it what? nice being patronised? <laughs> I don't think that's patronising. People talk to me that way, I'm like, hmm. Do you take it, do you do any stretches or anything for it? Did they ever send you to physio? Yeah. Is that the rest of my life now? I'm just gonna have a poorly leg. Well, just me and Ern. The rest of you are so fucking fit, aren't you? No leg pain for you lot. Yes, that's how I've been. Oh, that's good. Weird start, isn't it? How yeah. are you? Yeah, I'm good. Well, we've just done a show. I thought it went all right, didn't it? Yeah. That was good. I nearly died. Uh, <laughs> stepping backwards. Well, I've never done that before. But I thought it might, it might be good to be a bit more dramatic. And Fall off stage. <laughs> And step backwards. But I know what the, this audience like. Self harm. <laughs> oh! <laughs> but nobody here warned me. I must have done about three steps towards the edge. And everyone just sort of watched and thought, this will be funny. So I don't think anyone would think that a man would do that. <laughs> but Martina, my wife, got it on camera, so maybe we'll get 200 quid from you've been framed. <laughs> Very good. Anyone still watch You've Been Framed? <laughs> Any fans of ITV3 in? <laughs> that money has not gone up in 30 years, has it? Back in the 90s, that was good. At 250 quid for a video. You thought, bloody, nowadays, you think, the price of inflation, that should be like two grand. <laughs> if houses are going up, why has not You've Been Framed? <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> Someone at the back? You sound like a lad bible Twitter page. <laughs> Trying to get engagement. It's the end of the month. How about Freddo's? What does everyone call a bread roll? Bread roll, it's a cob, a cob! <laughs> have we told the cob story before? Probably. Have we? I don't know. Well, we'll have to sell it now. I've mentioned it, haven't I? In, um... <laughs> no, I don't want to tell it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, but yeah, other things. <laughs> we were meant to... Uh, cob is what the Midlands people call bread rolls. <laughs> we live in a crazy world down there. Uh, but he rocked up at my house today. We've not done this show in months. And, no. uh, we had to prepare for it. 
and I'm waiting for him at my door, and he goes, meet me at Nando's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at Nando's for a two-hour meal. <laughs> Just for context, by the way, I live in Germany. So the last time we saw each other was in August at the Edinburgh Fringe, and then we've not practised the show until about 3pm <laughs> today. Uh, well, we say practice, we watched the YouTube video, and we went, yeah, we know that. It was funny though, because he was watching it, sat next to me, and when he saw a funny bit, he nudged me and go, <laughs> it's us! <laughs> Watch it like a home video, remember that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you forget certain bits, don't you? They, oh, yeah, remember that. Mm. Yeah. But it was a bit of an awkward show, that one, because there was like a newborn baby in the front row. Who's groaning at that? <laughs> a baby's just been born. Slid out of a canal. <laughs> eye to eye with the doctor. <laughs> 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 Birth. Birth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go on, brother. Yeah, now we're here. Uh, but yeah, what a, what a fantastic show. What a great, what a great audience. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of people who've not seen the show before. Who's never seen us before? <laughs> hey, yeah, thank yeah. you for sticking around. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, what, what did you think, sir? Oh, it started off good, then it was very good. <laughs> it's like that. You boys have got the goods. <laughs> I'm here for the next hour. <laughs> um, what's funny though is that when we advertised this show, we put on the poster, uh, kind of like scary movie, but with wizards. And uh, Lucas's dad was here early, and he's oh, it says on scary movie, but like with wizards. And then he starts, he's meant to leave our house, and he starts talking my house. <laughs> he's yeah. meant to go off to go on, off on his own, but then he's just stood up in my living room going, remember Scary Movie? And he starts talking through Scary Movie. And he's going, Scary two, Movie 2 was the best. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. He's like, Do you remember that guy with the little hand? And we're like, yeah, I remember that guy with the little hand. And then he goes, oh, and they get the, the turkey out. And he starts licking it. And then his dad mimes licking a turkey's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he? He goes like, he had a turkey and he was going. <laughs> And what did you say? What did I say? You went, I'm never going to get that picture out of my head. <laughs> well, Tom, that was a private family gathering. <laughs> and you should not have divulged that to this audience. I wrote that on my notes of um, <laughs> things to bring up. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see the boy and the heron. Uh, was a chair, have you seen that? It's all right, isn't it? Is that a film? I hope it's a film. It's a film. Yeah. I've seen a boy and a heron. <laughs> Quiet Christmas for me. I've seen a girl and a seagull. I saw it on my birthday. Uh, I went to the cinema. Partner Lucy and our friends Holly and Lewis. And beforehand, because Robert Patterson <laughs> plays this heron, uh, Lewis had this joke where he kept saying that Robert Patterson says in the film, he goes, my boy, I'm a heron. And he kept saying it over and over before the film started. And the film starts, and it starts off, this little boy loses his mum uh, in like wartime Japan. She dies in a fire. And uh, they move him out to the countryside. And at this point, I'd forgotten there was a heron in this film. <laughs> So I was drawn into this story of a little boy losing his mum's watching it. And then uh, at one point, a heron appears, and Lewis just nudges me ever so slightly, as if to say, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> the heron's arrived. <laughs> and it appears on screen like this fucking one eye looking at you. <laughs> Big eye. And so, you ever had this? I get this sometimes where I'm in the cinema and I'm not meant to laugh. And I'm just like... <laughs> And the film, for the first 10 minutes, there is no music. It's just silence, like setting the scene, like then the footsteps, like, and then this heron, and it keeps popping up. And every time it pops up, I'm going, <laughs> and then I'm doing that. I put my hands over my face, like, so I don't look at the film, because I need to stop, because like, we've got a lot of Studio Ghibli nerds around me. <laughs> they got Funko Pops out. <laughs> 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 You're 
the water demon. It's a niche impression, but then Lewis is, and I can, every time I, I settle down, I hear Lewis go like, <laughs> he's laughing, so I had to put my fingers in my ears and cover my eyes. <laughs> the boy in the hair. <laughs> Well, I went to see Wonka and behaved myself. <laughs> it was good, Wonka, wasn't it? Yeah. Very good. Better than the Johnny Depp version. Hard to... Uh, you always think the original's the best, don't you? But I did really enjoy this new one. No, original's no. the best. The, the duck disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's the duck. <laughs> Anybody like Wonka? <laughs> <laughs> Hong Kong? <laughs> uh, sorry about that, someone. It's a bit mean. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah. How was your Christmas, Tom? Did you have a nice Christmas? <laughs> it was. Um, it was miserable. <laughs> Did you have a good Christmas? It was lovely, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, well, I spent my Christmas the first time uh, ever outside of the UK. Uh, my wife, Martina, is from Germany, but her family come from Poland, so I spent my first ever Christmas in Poland. Ooh. And uh, it was lovely. Um, there, but <laughs> there was an event that happened. Me and Martina went uh, shopping, and she told me, she said, Lucas, we have to be back by four o'clock, because the priest is coming <laughs> to bless the house. So I was like, right, do I need to know anything before this happens? She said, no, 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 you just copy what my mum and dad do. So I was like, right, I will copy what your mum and dad do. So. He kisses you... Martina's mum. <laughs> <laughs> So, we come back from the shopping centre, we're on time, right, and we're waiting for the priest to arrive. He's coming down the... Has anyone had the house blessed? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, but it ha apparently every four years, he comes to this particular area, he goes down the street, he goes into every house, and there's a, like a, a ceremony thing, and he blesses the house, and good fortune, and, and all that, yeah. So it gets to nearly four o'clock, and we're all, everyone's pacing up and down, nervous. I'm like, this isn't as simple as I think. What, what's going to happen here? So we're waiting, and then it's a bit late, and suddenly the doorbell goes, he's coming, he's coming. They answer the door, three little children walk in. <laughs> there is no priest. They come in, welcome, welcome. There's awkward chat with these three children. I'm thinking, where is this priest? They stand round the table, and suddenly, everybody apart from me starts singing a Polish song. <laughs> now, they do not know that I am from Britain, these three children. And so all of the family's happily singing, and these three children are looking at me like, why the fuck are you not singing? <laughs> Blessing this house. <laughs> so it's all very awkward. They're wondering why I'm not singing. Anyway, then they leave, and then the priest arrives, right? Oh no, they were, all, they were still there, I think, weren't they, Martina? No, no they weren't. <laughs> right, so there's some ceremonial things, right? And he starts blessing the house, doing this, yeah, blah, 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 reading from the Bible. We had to fill in a form, right? He's got a bowl of water and what I can only describe as a tiny mop. Right? He's blessing the house. He dips the mop into the water like this. He looks me dead in the eye while he's doing this ritual. And he goes, oh. <laughs> I felt like grabbing it off you and doing it back. I don't know why he did it. But then I was like, 
Well, I think that's holy water. Am I allowed to wipe it off? <laughs> so I'm stood there with water dripping down my face. There was a bit more that happened. And then he went. And then Martina goes, why didn't you wipe the water from your face? <laughs> I said, I didn't know if I could wipe holy water from my face. So that was my Polish Christmas. <laughs> no, I'm not one to laugh at other people's cultures. <laughs> I think that's lovely. <laughs> I love the three little children. Are they I do are they, are they employed? Well, I, sh I don't think they were on a salary. Because uh, <laughs> uh, they were probably about 11, 12, something like that. But I think they were just helping him set everything up and then he goes they, did, they did a recon they did a recon <laughs> <laughs> they're protestant move out move out uh, <laughs> that was all right uh, <laughs> yeah uh, yes that was that do you any good presents yeah i did my own related to the podcast martina bought me the new hogwarts legacy game Ooh. on the switch yeah 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 so Pretty i'm excited good. to play it i've had an idea i might I might record me playing it and put it on our Patreon. I don't know if people will be interested in it. No, they wouldn't. Uh, I will not bother. He said this for years. He's always trying to get stuff like that going. He forgets we're an audio podcast. <laughs> people want to see me sat in my knickers playing a video game, don't they? No. There's a good chance you're not going to be talking. We did three consecutive episodes of us doing an online escape room. People threatened to quit the, <laughs> quit the Patreon. Because a lot of it was us just trying to puzzle it out, wasn't it? It was him doing equations while I sat in silence. Because <laughs> I couldn't interrupt him, because he was like, oh, I'd lose my train of thought here. <laughs> e equals MC, what, yo? We did not do that equation, but yeah. But he's like Mr. Completionist. He has to like finish something. Did I tell you recently the word search story? I think you've told it about four times. <laughs> Go on, they, they don't know, do they? Tell them the story. Do I remember the word search story? Here it is anyway. Here it is anyway. He has to, if he starts something, he's finishing it, right? We're on our way to the end of a fringe and we pull over at services. He goes, I'm like, oh, do you want to get something to eat on the way? He goes, oh, let's get a KFC. I'm like, oh, let's get a KFC. <laughs> so we drive to services. Oh, not this one, drive a bit further. I'm hungry, I'm like, okay, he wants one in 100 miles. <laughs> goes, get to the Gretna Green KFC. I order mine, he goes, what? I go, what are you getting? He goes, I brought a sandwich. I'm like, <laughs> Could have had that sandwich at any time. I was hungry, so I got the KFC, I eat it. he's had his sandwich. And he's doing a word, word search after he's finished his sandwich. And he goes, find the last word, then we'll go. So I'm sat across him looking at him like, <laughs> <laughs> he, was like mm. he was a word search of dog breeds. <laughs> he was like, hmm, we're there for 20 minutes. I'm he goes, he turns the front of the book and it said, there's one word in each word search that's not there. And, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what are the chances? Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw Godzilla the other day. Godzilla minus one. Anyone seen that? It's good, isn't it? Do you like it? Pretty good. I'd say the best Godzilla film I've ever seen in my life. Godzilla attacks Japan. That's pretty much it. That could be any Godzilla film. <laughs> but it's set in World War II post-war. It can't be set in World War II post-war. Why are you being like that? It's set in pre-World War II, World War II post-war. I hate when you like this. Picking on me. Yeah. All right. So it's set somewhere between World War Two and today. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's set at the end of World War Two, and then carries on after World War Two is finished. Oh, it, that's that makes sense now, doesn't it? <laughs> but wasn't it funny when I took the piss out of him? <laughs> anyway, was it good? Yeah, I'd give it eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Perfect. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, is it? Uh, 
But uh, there was another misunderstanding in Poland. So there's a language barrier. <laughs> See, I've learned is German. This is the, the mushy one. This is the mushy one. <laughs> so I've told you <laughs> this story. Now, mushy in German. Does anyone speak German? No, no one of you does. Well, someone does. <laughs> <laughs> Martina. <laughs> uh, now, mushy is a rude German word that means... I don't like saying it. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rude word that means that, right? Yeah. And uh, so I've, lear I've learned that. You learn the rude words, don't you, when you learn a, a new language? So I've got that in the back of my mind. That's banked. That's banked. <laughs> yeah? He's going on with that. <laughs> we don't learn any more words. He's, if he's that got... comes up in the exam in three weeks, I'm sorted. Uh, but it's a funny one, isn't it? <laughs> what mushy? Mushy. Mushy, yeah. I love your mushy girl. <laughs> anyway, so I've got that in me. We go... <laughs> so, we go to church. Right? It's the first time we've seen a lot of relatives. We come out, and one of Martina's relatives comes up to me, and she's asking about what our plans are after Christmas. So we're like, right, Christmas here, and then New Year's in Wales. Right? And she says... Do my mushy. So I'm thinking, I've just said, I'm going back to Wales. She's talking about pussy. <laughs> so I turned to Martina and I said, Martina, why is she talking about pussy? And Martina goes, no, don't worry, she was talking about your mum. <laughs> so I was like, what? So it turns out mushy in German means... <laughs> And mamushi in Polish means mother. How's your mother's pussy? <laughs> I'm going back to Wales, what for? What, what do you think? <laughs> what? <laughs> Every mother's got one. You got a mother, son? Yeah? Where do you think you came from? Your mother's pussy. <laughs> no one's been liking that tonight. It's like the hundredth time I've said it. Hey, you know, they say 99 times. Hundred <laughs> to the charm. No, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's very confusing, yeah, trying to get three languages on the go. But, yeah, it's really slow, <laughs> isn't it? What are the rude words do you know in German? I don't know. What? I don't know any. I know, I know. I don't dare say any of them. He learns them. He's like, like oh, <laughs> don't know any of that. Even a foreign, like, yeah. swear word shouldn't even bother you. He's like, oh. <laughs> well, a lot of you... A lot of you'll guess a few of them. So these are German words now. So, fick. Fuck. Fuck, yeah. Scheiße. Shit. Arsch. Arsch. What else is there, Martina? I don't know. No. Hey, you should know this one. This is easy to translate. Uh, Horenzon. Son of a whore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Did you enjoy that game? I feel like you asked for that. <laughs> anyway, this is a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> we have kids listening to this, don't we? Oh, I'll have to clean this one up then. Yeah, a lot of editing to do. It's funny though, because we get little kids leaving us reviews going, I'm 10 and this is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, every mother's got a <laughs> Ooh, son. <laughs> How's your Harry Potter podcast going? <laughs> I've just learned son of a bitch in German. <laughs> right, that, that phone's coming away from you. Oh. Mm. So apart from that, it was a lovely Christmas. I had a really lovely time. It was nice to do like different traditions and spend time with my wife's family. It was lovely. That's lovely. Yeah. Uh, did you have a good New Year? I did have a good New Year. I was with my mushy. <laughs> <laughs> I grow that's, hey, that's my mother, mother that's my mother. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I had a nice time. Mm. It was uh, at Nando's today. Uh, you'd gone to the toilet, and I briefly, your mother's name, Susan, slipped my mind. And I was looking at your dad, and I meant to talk about your mum. I went, How's mummy? <laughs> <laughs> but he'd been visiting his own mother that day, and he just looked up at me and went, Mummy? <laughs> Oh, Lucas's mummy, and it was good. 
Right, that's enough uh, preamble. Tell, uh, that, tell that story about uh, your dad and the baby that's going to be born. My dad and the baby that's going to be born. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've got a friend who listens to the pod called Libby. And she's pregnant. That means she's going to have a baby. <laughs> For the primary school children that are listening. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and now you're too young to know how that happened. But she's pregnant, right? And she's having a baby in March. And we were asking questions. We went to see the, she's in a pantomime, went to see the pantomime. And my dad was there. And she goes, oh, when's the baby due? She's like, end of March. We're all excited. And my dad comes in and he goes, ooh, if he's born on the 15th, he'll have the same birthday as me. <laughs> and I went, let's hope. <laughs> When it comes to the 16th, I'll be punching the wall. <laughs> what a missed opportunity. <laughs> Your son's friend's baby's not got the same birthday as you. Mm. Mm. Oh. Come on, friends. <laughs> Conceive at Christmas. No, I've done my maths wrong. No, I haven't. At <laughs> Christmas? Yeah, plus nine. Oh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> that's September. A month and th no, a year and three months. March, April, May, June. Mm. Get Christmas. What month were you conceived in, brother? Mm. I'm November, baby. Eleven minus nine is two. Valentine's Day, February. That sounds right, because I was fi I'm fifteenth of November as well. Now everyone is thinking about my parents. Are you picturing them? A man and a woman. Were they married before you were conceived? Yes, they were, and after. <laughs> <laughs> and during. <laughs> A lovely couple falling in love, mating. <laughs> That's nature. Yeah. And then nine months later. <laughs> it's horrible, because when it's just me and him recording, I tell him that he's crossed the line. But when we're in front of an audience, I feel like I have to let it happen. <laughs> Talking about me mum and dad. You, sta you know, he stands up for himself a lot more when people are there. I was, no, he stands up for himself, he picks on me. We're at Nando's today. <laughs> <laughs> we were a long time in Nando's. A lot happened. <laughs> a lot happened. He gets there and he's like, I'll order yours. I was like, oh, I can't be asked because he's taking a big order. I was like, order my own first and it'll come quick because I'm hungry. Order mine, it comes. And then uh, they're watching me eat and I'm like, mm. <laughs> kind of liking the attention. <laughs> and then your starters come, don't they? Yeah. And then, he, and then all three of them are like, oh, would you like one, Tom? Three portions of halloumi sticks. I'm like, yeah, I'll have one. And I take one and I dip it in the uh, chili jam that it comes with and eat it. And he's like, look how much chilli jam he took. <laughs> he takes liberties. Right, it was not the amount of chilli jam, right? If you are taking a halloumi stick from a friend, right, and dipping it, I would never dip personally. <laughs> but if you're going to dip it, right, you are... Fucking either. shits in my toilet every time he comes round to my house. <laughs> I would never take someone's dip before I go... Can I stink up the house? I stayed for five days. It's like, you've done a shit! What am I supposed to do? Go in the garden? Dirty boy. Look what you've done. He points at it. Bad boy in your bed. You're always at it. Right, anyway. So, if I was going to dip in somebody's chilli jam, you either dip it at the side of the... Thing, wouldn't you? Yeah. Or if you're feeling cheeky, a little scoop. Yeah? He gets the whole loomy stick, flops it onto the whole thing, and scoops it downwards towards him. He picks it up. This halloumi stick is slathered in chili jam. There is no part of the dip left that has been untouched by his halloumi stick. Martina, is he lying? 
<laughs> he is! And Martina always tells the truth. <laughs> I married Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> no, was it George the famous Washington? truth teller. George, was it George Washington who could never tell a lie? Or was it Abraham Lincoln? One of them. But what's interesting is, um, I, I got to Nando's first for sat down, and I've not seen you guys in ages ever, yeah. or, or your dad, and everyone like sits down, <laughs> barely speak to you, and I'm like, gloomy mm. <laughs> <laughs> for me. Oh my God, and I uh, got these unlimited drinks at uh, Nando's. You pay a pretty penny, like a fiver, and you can have as many as you want. I had about, I had about five. <laughs> He had two? Yeah, two. Daddy had one. <laughs> Daddy had one. How many did wifey have? Bockle. One. One. She had a bottle. Oh, yeah, you had a bottle of ginger ale, didn't you? <sighs> Riveting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a Patreon. <laughs> For five pound a month, you can get extra episodes of this. The recent one, we watched Chicken Run 2. Anyone seen Chicken Run 2? <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. <laughs> the duck has moved to that side this time. They've had 20 years to make that. <laughs> and all of us as adults watching a kid's film were like... <laughs> do better. <laughs> also, I don't think they've been working on it for 20 years. They've had 20 just... years to make it. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, but they've not... You know, they've just done it... Probably when did it time. come out? 2001. Ah. <gasps> But in April, mm. before the attack. <laughs> it's true! <laughs> okay. Went dark for that joke. <laughs> also, I thought he was going somewhere. It's like, all right. What do you mean? Well, you, I think all you just told us was the chicken run was before 9 11. <laughs> I thought he was going somewhere. Is it not? Like the interesting fact about Lilo and Stitch. Do you know this fact? No, I don't tell they had to change the it's movie. It's sad, this fact. Originally, in Lilo and Stitch, they crash a, crash a plane into the city. But because of 9-11, they had to redo the whole bit and they crash into a jungle instead. And, and also, they changed the movie. And also in Lilo and Stitch, there's a scene in the original where Lilo gets into the dishwasher to hide. And they changed that. They took the dishwasher door off and made it a pizza box because they didn't want children climbing into dishwashers. Oh, but they can crash a plane, can't they? <laughs> do you want to give us a rundown? I do. This is the part of the, the podcast where we actually talk about Harry Potter and we run down chapter 30... Yeah, sorry. We're, <laughs> we're on chapter 34 of The Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> we hope you've all read up to there. We'll give you a bit of a rundown, gent. Right, Order of the Phoenix, right. We're going to have to go quick, you know. I don't think we've only got like an hour. So we've got like 20 minutes left. 20 minutes, right. <laughs> Harry is a boy wizard. <laughs> he lives with his auntie and uncle. No, 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 no. All right, no. four years later. <laughs> right, Order of the Phoenix, he's been having dreams about going to the Department of Mysteries, right? How are they going to get there? Dunno. They've just gone to the Forbidden Forest. Umbridge, horrible woman, has been taken away by centaurs. Musly. <laughs> then they're like, how are we going to get there? Luna, Irish. <laughs> says, why don't you climb the testrels? Testrels. <laughs> why don't you climb on the testrels? <laughs> They'll take you to London. I'm like, what testrels? <laughs> she can only see him because she's seen somebody die, hasn't she? Mm. Her mother? I don't know. M her mother? Yeah, yeah her mother. <laughs> and that was it. Now, this chapter, the Department of Mysteries. They travel on the testrels and they, they go to London and they get there in, I imagine, about 10 hours. <laughs> then they arrive. At the <laughs> They're not fast, are they? Coming from Edinburgh. It's like six hours by train, surely. You always say that Hogwarts is in Edinburgh. Is it in Edinburgh? It's near is there, it, isn't is it? Is it in Scotland? Why do you always say that? Yeah, Scotland. Scotland. It's filmed there, but is it there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love having people on my side. Right. They travel to London. They go to the Department of Mysteries. Yeah, Ministry of Magic. Magic. 
ministry. <laughs> you go there, it's empty, it's spooky. Where are the people? He thinks his godfather, Sirius, is being tortured. It's hard, to, it's a big book. Right. They go down there, there's nobody there. That's weird. He thought Voldemort would be there torturing someone. Anyway, go to a room, it's a revolving. Oh, right, sorry, you've just come in late. There's a boy wizard. <laughs> so it's a revolving room. They're like, one of these is the right one. They open a door. There's some in there, I forgot. They close the door. It revolves. It goes into another room. There's like a, an archway, it looks like. Something from a wedding or something. What's that about? Is that going to come up later in the plot? Probably. Close the door, right? The next room, it's a room full of glass balls. Prophecies, right? It goes to the right one. Sirius isn't there. But then Ron finds a ball with Harry's name on it, Harry Potter, and he's like, whoa, there's only one Harry Potter, and that's me. And Ron said that. No, Harry says that. <laughs> Harry says that. And then, just then, a voice is like, oh, I better hand that back from there. And Snape, I is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it doesn't say, but I think it's Lucius Malfoy. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. You must be the whistlers. Who's that? Lucius Malfoy. We wrote a whole scene just so I could say that, but then it wasn't funny enough. So we cut it out. You must be the whistlers. <laughs> we wrote a scene where um, it was. So we had to get Hagrid's dad conceiving into the show. <laughs> So we wrote a scene where it's Hagrid's dad telling his friends that he's got a woman pregnant. And Lucas insisted, he was like, Hagrid's dad, I'll put on a shirt and tie. And we did a, we did a preview in Derby where he gets out a shirt and in front of like 100 people, he's slowly buttoning it up, <laughs> puts on a tie. And I'm like, five minutes watching a man get dressed. <laughs> And then we did the scene, and we were like, I've got someone pregnant. And then I was like, have you, mate? And he's like, yeah, you don't know her, though. And no one laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that again. I always thought there was something in that scene. <laughs> you just like getting dressed. Yeah, I do like getting dressed, yes. So yeah, that was it, the Department of Mysteries. What a, what a chapter. Did anybody read this chapter before coming? <laughs> Why, would you? Why would you? It's a boring chapter. They go from Hogwarts to the Ministry, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but uh, they can't see the Thestrals, can they? Oh, scary. Well, it must be scary riding something you can't see. It'd be interesting to look at. But looking up at the sky and just seeing a child like <laughs> scary though wouldn't it what if you like got on it the wrong way around i'm pulling the handbrake harry no what's that horse cock oh. <laughs> he's having some what underneath <laughs> he's underneath it maybe is it mouth operated <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, stupid now. I think that's where Elon Musk got his idea for a Tesla. It sounds like Tesla, doesn't it? I think a no. car that drives itself. Um, it says yeah? here Ron moved his hand around the horse's neck gingerly. <laughs> but that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> he does everything gingerly. Malfoy sneered blondly. He <laughs> 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 does everything gingerly. Um, there were a few, there seemed to be quite a few double entendres in this when they're riding the Thestrals. It says here, he looked down at the back of his Thestrals glossy black head and swallowed. <laughs> What's that about? How exciting. <laughs> Imagine how cold your face would be. How insane for Ron and Hermione. Um, yeah, then they got to the ministry, didn't they? You can have your phone in your hand, I reckon. 
this hand to scroll. Oh. But they get to this deserted security desk, don't they? There's oh, no, they do. There's no staff anymore. But I was thinking that's a reflection of how we live nowadays. I don't know if you notice this, but you go anywhere, there's no staff. You go into Tesco and like you're the one working the checkout <laughs> with someone overseeing you. <laughs> it's not worked. You've done it wrong. <laughs> I don't work here. <laughs> Oh, can I buy this alcohol? Yeah. Let's see your ID. There you go. Then you pay for it. And then you go, can you take the tag off? Grab your receipt. Let's <laughs> fucking see, did you pay for it? How have I got through the payment screen if I didn't pay for it? It's mad, isn't it? Where are all the cashiers? You work here now. <laughs> and I'm your manager. <laughs> Ask me if you want a bag. Anyway, you go into the cinema, yeah. and uh, we've got, I mean, Lucy, we've got uh, cinema cards. Oh. You go as much as you want, £15 a month. <laughs> so I go, and uh, we went, but we'd forgot the, the tickets. We'd booked it, and then, but they've got our names. So we went over to the guy, I was like, oh, we've got the ticket, like the QR code or whatever, but he just look us up. And the guy there's like, no, can't do that, you're gonna have to go. I'm like, I know that is not the case. <laughs> And then, I didn't do it like that, that'd be insane. I know that's just not the case. Security! I think you are sorely mistaken. <laughs> Everyone's answer for everything is go away. I was in B&Q trying to buy some uh, netting for something. I go to a guy, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> talk to, also, do you guys ever do this? You talk to members of staff. Oh, it keeps breaking. Talk to members of staff, because I know like they're not listening. I talk to them like I'm insane. I go, excuse me. I have a query that needs answering. Do you, an employee of B&Q, sell any netting? And this guy's like, don't know. That's not the answer. I've worked in retail. And I kind of feel like we're getting into society where we're told we can't complain about service staff anymore. Like, oh, you're a car and you're a car. I'm not. I'm a man. <laughs> and my name's Tom. But this guy, I was like, you sell any netting? He goes, don't know, mate. Look online. Look online. <laughs> the query's now yours. You take me to a member of staff who knows and we solve it together. <laughs> He goes, go ask him down there. And he points to a man, like, a hundred yards away. <laughs> well, let's see if he's still there when I get down there. He says that, but then the things you're saying make you the most sinister customer in the world. <laughs> Excuse me, do you have this? Oh, I don't know. That is not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked in retail. <laughs> I expect everyone to get everything wrong. Uh, when I order at Subway, I do it like this. I'm going, hello. <laughs> What's it? Italian herb and cheese. Six inch. And then you go through it all. Then you get to the salad bit. You're like, okay, I would like lettuce. The person opposite me is like. <laughs> Peppers, cucumbers, jalapenos, but no sweet corn. <laughs> Sweet corn gets on there, angry face. <laughs> there was some brains in jars. There's no security at the ministry, which is very uh, unusual. Mm. Why is there no security? But I've always thought I'd like to be a security guard. Not like, not a good one. I want to be the security guard that's in films that gets like easily snuck past. You know, they're always like watching the football with a donut. I want to be one of them. Do you? No. Oh. Would anyone else like to do that? The humour in you. In this chapter, it's non-stop descriptions. Blah, 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 there was a fireplace, there was this, there was that. And it made me realise, I'm sure all of you, agree with me. This is why I hate reading. <laughs> you read a book and it's just description, description, description. You're just describing something you've made up. 
That's boring. Would you, does anyone want to hear a place I've made up? There's a place and there's a bookshelf and it's dust. It's boring. That's why I don't read. I call that world building. It's very nice. You can imagine it more clearly in your head. Hmm. What colour is the door? I don't know. Dimension at one point, Sirius's knife. No memory of that, do you? Yes! <laughs> Sirius Black. We've talked about this. Because Sirius Black gives him a special knife that can open any door. And we were joking because the other, like, f objects that he gets as gifts, they're, like, fun, aren't they? He's got, like, oh, the, the Marauder's Map. You can look on it and you can see where everybody's travelling. Mm. Oh, it's the Nimbus 2000. It's the fastest broom in the world. It's an invisibility cloak. You can be going around unseen. It's a knife! <laughs> <laughs> Gonna let me get away with the magic knife, Professor? <laughs> Definitely not. You brought a weapon into school. <laughs> what about the magic gun? Can I have the magic gun? <laughs> Biff, Chip and Kipper and the magic gun. <laughs> I've had enough of you and Kipper. My name's not really Kipper. His name's not really Kipper. Is it not? No, that's just what. Oh no, EA's called Kipper. Biff and Chip, where are you going? <laughs> Biff and Chip aren't called Biff and Chip. That's just what Kipper called them when he was young because he couldn't pronounce their actual names. Yeah. And if you want to listen to our partner podcast based on the Biff, Chip and Kipper books, <laughs> you can. Yeah. Ready? Oh, I'm ready. So they're there, right? They're in this room full of doors, right? And they have to get, they have to get through them, don't they? And the first door has a load of brains in jars. Is that ever explained what that is? You can't explain that. Oh, it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny magic, isn't it? The brains in jars. Brains in jars. It's an unflushed toilet magic. <laughs> magic. Um, yeah, what? Yeah, and then the room is locked, and Hermione, I think, tries Alohomora. Alohomora. <laughs> Come on. It's book five now. <laughs> Alohomora works in book one. You're never going to get past it that easy. Why don't you try Wingardium Leviosa, Flipendo? Kick it in. Kick it down. That'd <laughs> work, wouldn't it? Kick it down. They don't try that, do they? They should have gone there with a battering ram. <laughs> and some jellignites. What magic spell's gonna stop that? We said it before, we'll say it again. What Hogwarts needs is all the children to have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> or at least a teacher. Arm the teachers. Very good, Potter. Now turn around and hand it to me. You must be the Whistlers. <laughs> It's mm. got to be Lucius, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, we agreed, we agree, didn't we? It's yeah. Lucius. Right. How many blonde-haired, bodacious <laughs> Malfoys would you give this chapter out of five? Oh, we're at the end. All right. I, uh... <laughs> All right, he's had enough. Uh, no, not... I, what? The time limit in the room. Oh, sorry. I thought no, it we'll was... make the staff stay here all night! <laughs> I wanted to talk about the room with the orbs. Uh, right, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. We are reaching a climax in the book. Right. <laughs> Just like your parents all those years oh. ago. <laughs> they did. He wouldn't have been here if they hadn't climaxed. At least one of them. <laughs> I've given a word with your dad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I would like to give this chapter. I think it was a good chapter, a bit of fun. We're reaching a climax. It's getting exciting. I feel like we're about to get really excited, but it's not quite there yet. So I'm going to give it uh, four blonde bastards out of five. <laughs> wasn't blonde bastards out of five. What was it out of five? Blonde bodacious Malfoys. Blonde bodacious Malfoys out of five. How about you? For me, uh, this chapter was very boring. <laughs> Nothing happened, a bit of description. There was a brain in a jar. <laughs> if I'd have seen that, I'd have stopped there, put my hand in. Oh. <laughs> Whose were you? <laughs> 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 so, 
Uh, I'll give it uh, one blow de bomb bombardacious man. <laughs> I'll give it one bomb bombardacious man. <laughs> give it a crazy frog. Right. <laughs> Lovely. Are you ready for this week's segment that I like to call quiz? I am. Quiz, 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 quiz. Right, here we go. It's question one. Question one. Yeah. What was the Thestral trying to lick? <laughs> An arm, a bloody arm. Harry's robes. Question oh. two. <laughs> but that was on his arm, does that count? No. Oh. Question two. How did Ron move his hand up and down the Thestral's neck? Gingerly. Good boy. How did Luna dismount the Thestral? You may have noticed I wrote all the questions from one page of the book. <laughs> Elegantly. Smoothly. Oh. Question four. What number did they dial into the receiver? Oh, I wrote this down and tried to learn it. <laughs> uh, 137273. So close. It was 6-2-4-4-2. <laughs> Question five. Finally, how did the lift come to a halt? Abruptly. Smoothly. Oh. <laughs> I got one out of five. Not bad. Good. Well, now it's time of the, the podcast that we like to call Hedwig's Droppings, where mm. usually we read what people have sent us in the mail. Uh, mm. But we can have a few questions if anyone wants to ask a question about the show or the podcast or our personal lives or... Uh, my mum and dad's sex life, I think that's apparently open for debate. Uh, does anyone have a question that they would like to ask? Yes, you at the back. What are Biff and Chip's real names? <gasps> what are Biff and Chip's real names? Don't know. It's Chip and Bip. Anyone else? Anyone else? Yes. Where's Connie? <gasps> Where is Connie? I'm so sorry, people who don't listen to the podcast. Tom has a plushy chick. Uh, that, sounds, that sounds rude. <laughs> Don't call her that. You've got like a chick, a little bird plushy, haven't you, called Connie? Yeah, it's Connie. She's getting ready to go on maternity leave. Because <laughs> she's, she's pregnant. <laughs> oh, I hope it's the same as my dad's birthday. <laughs> 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 all right. So far, these have all been like one word answers. Yes. I always get chicken thighs, hot, <laughs> peri chips, broccoli, and then halloumi fries to start. Always gets a starter. He always gets halloumi fries. Yeah, because that's my favourite bit, so I feel like... Just get that. Yeah, but then I'm still hungry, aren't I? What's your, what did you have today? Today, I was trying to be healthy. Uh, after, after I've been eating so much and drinking so much in uh, December and November, because of the sciatica. <laughs> <laughs> turned into a bit of a fat bastard. Um, <laughs> I look like fat bastard at the end of gold member. <laughs> uh, I had a turkey, was it butterfly chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I went to Nando's, I had turkey with all the trimmings. <laughs> I had um, butterfly chicken, and I had it hot, and I had the, uh, was it broccoli? Tender stem broccoli, and I had mash, but normally I'd swap out the mash for chips, and instead of the butterfly chicken, I'd have those hot, boneless thighs. Yeah, he's really on a health kick. Instead of, <laughs> instead of those chips, he's gone for mash. <laughs> chips without the effort of chewing. <laughs> I want a bit of health kick. Uh, I'm giving up chocolate. And instead, I'm eating two tubs of larder day. Hey, mash what? is half the calories of chips. Mm? All right, I stand corrected. Does someone have a question on the back row? Um, why did Lucas insist on going to KFC when he brought fat lunch? Because Tom tells tall tales. I don't fucking tell tall tales. <laughs> he does. That happened. You changed your mind. You went, oh, actually, I'll have the packed lunch instead. I was going to have it for dinner. I think I'll have it for this. Yeah. 
Tom takes advantage of the fact that I have a poor memory. So he will tell me a story that I do not believe is true, but I doubt what myself. What a weird lie to tell. It's a weird lie. He tries to convince me every road trip that once I ate a carrot <laughs> with, with a big green leaf coming out of <laughs> And did. I'm like, I would never eat a like, oh my God. I don't remember that happening. I would never eat a carrot As a with a leaf. You did. Got it out of a brown paper bag. No, I would there's, never buy anything out of a brown. There was just one in there. And then he ate it, and I was, there was a bit of soil on it from where he, it was, it was organic, he kept telling me. And he got to the last bit, there was a bit of carrot and the leafage left, and he threw it out the window. And he went, what round of the window? He went, biodegradable. That, I know that didn't happen. But because... Why would I lie? If this is what he does, it's gaslighting. Why would I lie? I need to, something about busking brothers as well. Excuse me. <laughs> Something about, what was that about the brothers, mm, the buskers? Forget about that one. All right. Uh, any other questions? <laughs> oh, yes, at the front. You uh, said recently on the pod that you wanted to see uh, Salt Bend with your sister. <laughs> 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 it was all right. Uh, have you seen Saltburn? It's a bit of a horny film. <laughs> There's a bit where this guy uh, spies on one of the other guys in the film as he's having a bath and a wank. <laughs> And he climaxes in the bath. And then once he leaves, this guy goes into the bath and he sups the bath water. Oh. And I was cringing, not because he was doing that, like, everyone has their impulses. <laughs> we are only human. That is organic matter. I did not do that out of the car window. <laughs> it's biodegradable. <laughs> but what made me tense is uh, the fact that there's a lot of servants in that house and he could have been discovered at any point, well, exactly like the point where he's fucking a grave. <laughs> oh. Uh, does that answer your question? <laughs> uh, there's another question further back. Yes? Uh, what's the worst show you've ever performed? Oh, it's got to be the one in uh, Scotland. We performed, we got asked to do a, a charity show and it was to raise money for... It was a really good cause. It was, it was like someone who'd passed away and they wanted to raise money for that, uh, that thing. Um, for that condition. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, you know, that condition. I'm raising money before someone's died. <laughs> All right. And because this little boy who um, passed away liked Harry Potter for some reason, they called him. And Glasgow's a long way away. <laughs> It's like four and a half hours, and he's, in, he's like uh, the head of admin. <laughs> he goes, uh, I've got us a gig, it's a charity gig. We'd get £100 each. And we were very green at the time uh, to the biz. And then so we took an eight-hour trip and to perform an hour each yeah. for uh, £100. And then uh, yeah, people at work were going to me, did you donate the £100 to the court? I went, fuck no. <laughs> well... I ended up losing money on, on that because it cost about £40 in petrol and then my tyre popped on the way back. <laughs> it cost me 80 quid. Well, plenty of bad shows because, like, if anyone's ever been to the Edinburgh Fringe, a lot of the time, uh, I don't think, I can't see any now, but there's a lot of old people who come. And they sit and look at you. <laughs> and if you know this about me, but I'm a bit rude. <laughs> Uh, I say the word pussy <laughs> quite a lot, and old people are like, oh, they make a lot of noise, they're like, oh. I don't have any old people in my family, really, so I don't have that, uh, I don't know, I don't look at them and feel anything. Uh, and, <laughs> and old people it, look at you like this, they go, you ever catch an old person looking at you, they do it like this. <laughs> look at me like that for. He can be rude to them. We were in the Edinburgh Fringe, and there was a group of about five elderly women. They, they were in a jolly mood. I they couldn't have them on the front row. Yeah. They were all coming in, and they were like, oh, let's get on the front row. And I went, second row, you lot. <laughs> couldn't let them sit on the front row. But anyway, that, that gig, we, we haven't finished the story. We went there, and it was, the weather was awful, and there was nobody there. And it was a whole, like, it was supposed to be a fun day with a bouncy castle and, like, things going on. Mm. 
And, um, <laughs> and so we performed the whole show next to a generator <laughs> for two women with newborn babies. The women weren't really watching, the babies weren't really watching. They were just doing that and occasionally going... One went... One went, can you do Doctor Who? <laughs> and there's a bit in Potter Vision 1 where I dress as Osama Bin Laden. And when you're doing that for a baby... Is that what babies like? Those I don't see that clip didn't. of that boy that went viral recently. And this boy is on like a chat show, he's being interviewed. <laughs> and this like Irish uh, chat show goes to this little Irish boy and he's like, uh, uh, what do you want to do? Like, what do you, what, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he goes, um, I want to fly a plane into a building. <laughs> he, he says it as a joke. And then he's like, oh, not that, something else. And he goes, well, when I, he goes, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he goes, oh, I want to go to, move to Iraq and become a terrorist. <laughs> Has anyone seen that? Yeah. Yeah, it exists, see? One man over there. All right, I feel like we can't end on that. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take one more question. Does anybody have a, a, a final question? Oh, yes, right at the back. Tom, is your wool still wet in your house? Oh. Yes, it's very wet. <laughs> Any uh, roofers in? Nope. <laughs> They've not turned up. We can, yours. <laughs> we can have another question. That one's very short. Yes. What do I think of Wales? I'm from Wales. I think uh, I think Wales is bloody lovely. It's lovely going back to Wales because when you grow up there, or wh wherever you grow up, you just take it for granted, don't you? Like, mm, yeah, I've got got roller coaster there. <laughs> you know, oh, roller coaster. But then when you go back after, like, because I live in Germany now, every time I come back, it's lovely because you appreciate the seaside. Because I'm from Llandudno, and you think, oh, you just you're just a bit more appreciative of it, aren't you? Are you the same when you go back to Blackpool? Um. <laughs> Just give your mouse a wiggle before it turns oh, sorry, off. Sorry, not really. Uh, anyone from Blackpool then? <laughs> There's not much going on there. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Right, I've got my parents' house. That's crap. <laughs> they're nice. They're great. But like, going there depresses me. Um, <laughs> And then the seafront is probably nice, but last time I went, there was just a guy with like, uh, was it like an ATV, like, <laughs> like going round on the sand. And you're like, great. I think, right, I genuinely believe this. Uh, I think, I hate people who drive them. Do you know them? What are they, dirt bikes or something? Anytime one drives past me, even a quad bike, like, <laughs> I want to push them off. <laughs> and I want them to, I hate to say this, I want them to perish. <laughs> Because public noise, I think, should be started, I'll say it, punishable by death. <laughs> this has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so, so much to everyone for listening and for this amazing audience. We will be back next time with episode 132, chapter 35 of book five, Beyond the Veil, where we will once again be doing it live in London, which is in two days for us. Oh, that way London. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for coming. Uh, if you'd like to continue drinking here, upstairs is closed, but downstairs is open. Ooh. Where are we now? Are we upstairs or downstairs? Oh, bastard. Um, disorientated, don't know where it is. Where I came it? in that way. I don't know where I am. There's nothing back there. <laughs> Brick wall back there. Uh, yeah. So we're upstairs, old boy. There was a bit in the show where you were like, what bits now? And like, do you know when like, you look at an elderly relative? Like. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you can drink downstairs then, is, is that you, right? Uh, yeah, are you still selling merch? Yeah, I'm still selling merch. If anyone wants uh, some merchandise, we're selling posters for £3, key rings for £3, three stickers for £1, or you can take the lot for £5. It's a good deal, isn't it? Oh, value. 
so yeah, or if you just want to say hello, we'll be hanging around if you want to take a picture or uh, give us a high five, you can. I hate high fives. I will never high five anyone in my life. Whenever someone like, in, and they mean the good will as well. They come to you like, hey. <laughs> All right. Fist bump him. High five me. Well, thank you so so much for coming. He has been Tom Lawrenceon, and he's Lucas Crackby. And hopefully, see you soon. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Potter Vision.